Hey everyone, welcome to the Leveled Up Podcast. I'm Megan Johnson. And I'm Danae Ofsted. This week on the Leveled Up Podcast, we talked about the difference between the community you have and the community you choose. So if you want to know more about what that means, stay tuned and listen up on the Leveled Up Podcast. Episode 75, community, some are on purpose, some you just have to deal with. I thought when you said that for a second, that that was just like the byline of like your movie, like (laughs) community, some are on purpose. (laughs) And just leave it at that. Just the subtitle of my life. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about the difference between the community that you have and the community that you choose. Mm -hmm. I, I was watching a TikTok video the other day, as one does, and they were talking about how one of the biggest ways that people go wrong when it comes to doing social media marketing is assuming that their friends and family are their target market. Like that that's the community that they wanna be Mm. involved with. And so that if they don't get a response, from their friends and family or the people that they know that like there's something wrong right and I've been kind of thinking about like community in kind of the same way not just in a social media sense although that is where my mind is a lot these days as we were talking before we hopped on but I kind of think that that's true just when it comes to your community in general like your people are not necessarily the people that you have now or your built-in people Mm, like forced community and not necessarily yeah. forced like you choose a job right you pick a job but then your community is all the people that work there like you didn't yeah choose each of them by hand who you were going to bring in that's kind of what I think you mean yeah it is it's totally what I mean because like when I think about my community over the last whatever my entire life and what I'm mostly thinking about is my online community and that's because that's the community that I'm still connected with In some way, shape, or form. Maybe I'm not talking to those people all the time, but I know what they're doing based on what they post, and they know what I'm doing based on what I post, right? So I have, whatever, something thousand people on Facebook, and how many of them are actually in my community now, and how many actually are people who I've chosen? What I'm realizing is that I've just collected a lot of these people along the way (laughs) with no intention of building a relationship with them or doing business with them or even, you know, hanging out with them or even seeing any of those people again. So I've got, you know, over the last how many years, I have some people from jobs, right? So like you were mentioning, like kind of forced community where, (laughs) hey, these are the people that you're going to spend every day with whether you like it or not because you're in the same workplace, so you're going to form relationships with some of them and not with some of them. It's just kind of how it works. Right. And you might be acquaintances with people there that you never would have interacted with otherwise. I have people on there from college who at the time, like, we had school in common. We had that we lived in a small town, and so a lot of the activities we had to choose from were very similar. I'm not sure if I would have hung out with most of those people had we not been in that specific situation. Before that, it was people who were, um, you know, when I was a a teenager, people who I met through doing theater stuff or um, who I went to community college with um, or other, like, families that we knew from church or whatever, things like that. So the community that I've built over the last forever is a conglomerate of all of these people who, again, some of whom I, I... probably wouldn't choose to see in person again given the choice 
um, you know, people who, like, you see in the grocery store and you're like, oh, my God, I really hope they don't make eye contact or see you me. You start like, reading the back of the cereal box really intently. Yeah, like, you just, like, look at your phone. You're like, I'm so glad I'm wearing a mask right now. Like, nobody, nobody look at me. Right. Um, not because I dislike those people even, but just because sometimes, like, if you don't have anything in common with somebody or if you don't have any current connection, you're like, mm-hmm. what, why do I have <laughs> these I conversations, know. you know? Yeah, I think you shove people together through an experience. It builds community. Um, And sometimes, I think really what we're talking about is like an intentional community that you build for your growth or for whatever life you're trying to build that have specifically chosen commonalities with you. Like, I want to choose people of this faith or I want to choose people of um, this caliber in business or whatever. And so you choose, you choose and create those communities that way. Um, but you shove somebody into a situation like college and you guys are all going through an experience together that creates that community. We, you see it over and over in my experience in the military. Like you people that you went to basic training with, you would have sworn, you look at them like, we're going to be friends forever. I can't believe we did this together. Um, and some of them, uh, I mean, I'm not, if this is you, probably not the listeners of this podcast, but I am going to make fun of you. If this is you, some of them would leave basic training and get like a tattoo of their basic training flight, like their group they went through basic training with. And it was like, you are so dumb because the short-sightedness of that is, yes, those uh, that community was intense and close for that experience. But then once you graduate college or get out of basic training or wherever it is, you're going to kind of change and grow. And so um, what's that? What's that quote? Like, there's a reason, a season, or a... Uh, it's from the Bible. I don't know. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, like, there's... Or it might be, like, bastardized from the Bible. But, uh, like, there's a reason, a season, or a lesson in every relationship. Oh, so, okay. Uh, my, my brain was like, there's a reason, a season, or a bunch of people please it. <laughs> I was like, how does this rhyme to finish out this? So obviously I haven't read the Bible for a bit. Uh, I feel like it's from the Bible. I don't know. I've never read the Bible. But um, anyway, I think there's a lot of that in community too. Like, mm-hmm. what is the reason? Or is this just a season? Or is there a lesson here as part of this community that you see? But, you know, you watch... Here's another weird take on this. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> on this conversation. Uh, reality shows is like this forced community and you put people together, you're going to get people drama. You're going to get people drama in the best and worst ways. Like I am not ashamed to say that I have seen every episode of below deck life on the med. Okay. Which is, (laughs) which is a show about, uh, the staff that takes care of and runs these super yachts Mm -hmm. and all these insanely rich people come and rent it for two days but it's they live in close quarters and somebody's always sleeping with somebody else and somebody's always making drama with somebody else but that is a community for that season of yachting right mm-hmm. uh and so how many times in your life have you been forced into experiences like that where you create a community and then like it just evaporates as soon as that experience is over so many times oh my god <laughs> so many times over and over and over again like even even fairly recently and like when I think about, you know, because our, our community kind of shifts, like, even in the community we've kind of chosen now. When I think about people who I even built relationship with as, like, referral partners, like, years ago when I first started, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be awesome. We'll build our businesses together. I don't talk to any of those people anymore <laughs> because my life has evolved. I'm not in the right. same spot that I that I used to be. Um, 
but I can think of so many examples like people like my my community college Spanish class which is the exact plot of the show community by the way if you've never have you ever watched that I show not. You keep telling okay me too. this is your quarter to watch <laughs> community because I promise it's one of the best shows that I've ever watched. And I watched it all the way through probably three or four times. Okay. Still hilarious. So this is everybody's recommendation to go watch Community. But I'm talking about my actual community <laughs> college experience here. Um, like we went through, I had this group of people, and we went through basically four different semesters of Spanish together. And so we saw each other all the time. We would go see each other. But then as soon as that was over... I never saw any of those people again, not because I didn't like them, but because right. turns out we all had very different lives. Like that's the weird thing about community college in general is that everybody there is so much more diverse than in like a traditional college situation because oh, yeah, we have people for sure. who, yeah, like again, exactly like the show community, like on this show, there's, there's people there who are retired, who are running companies and who are there basically just to socialize. There are people who are, um, moms who now their kids are in school and so they can go back to school. And, right, right, you know. Right. So there's, it's a very wide range. When I was in community college, I was 16 years old. And so I was not only a minor, but like all my siblings went there too. It was a very weird situation. <laughs> so like, I don't see any of those people anymore right. and I liked them just fine. And I would love for some of them to be back in my life, but it just didn't happen. Even people I went to college with, like, that's such a, it was a community that I didn't really know what I was getting into. Mm-hmm. And now I don't really have anything in common with a lot of those people. Not because I don't like them or not because right, right, right. we sure. have nothing in common now, but I don't really have a lot of incentive to like reach out and try and build relationships. <laughs> Remember that like, one Spanish class we took 10 years ago? But even like the, the private college I went to after that, like my, I'm not super close with any of my college roommates. Like we have very different lives. Again, not because I don't like them, but they got married really young. They all have kids, like, and I have nothing against that, but I'm not married. I live in a big city. I run a business and I have a dog, no children. And so a lot of our life just doesn't really intersect, you know, and I'd love to reconnect with some of those people. And sometimes I don't even have a reason to besides business, but I don't want to business everything. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know? So yeah, over and over again, like, um, I just watched a video too, and this is a tangent, but not really. So I just watched this video about kids getting like brainwashed at Christian summer camps. (laughs) And I totally (laughs) experienced that. Not like on purpose or anything, but you go there and you don't have any phone service and you're only hanging out with these people and you're doing like all these activities and you don't have any outside contact with the world or your parents or anything like that. So by the end of the week, you're all just like, like trauma bonded almost it's know? like basic training it's just like basic yeah training. exactly <laughs> only um they couldn't make some of us exercise <laughs> i played but not well okay um that was before my athletic years i'll say that but yeah i mean communities that i i've never been a part of since but in the time you're like this is gonna be this is going to be forever. <laughs> this is forever. And I think you can always point to some sort of through line in a community. Some Not not necessarily through line, but connection, connecting mm-hmm. point um, that ties everybody together. And so for, for vacation Bible camp, it was vacation Bible camp. Uh, but, like, I think it gets really interesting when you get to the point where it is the history that holds the community together. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Taylor's... Uh, college buddies that he's been friends with since freshman year in college and that wasn't just last year that was a long time ago and everybody's kind of life has taken a different route some of us had kids some of them had kids some of us didn't 
careers change, jobs change, and everything. But the only real through line to this community when we all get back together is like, oh, hey, remember when Erica turned 30 and Taylor got totally shit-faced? Like, those stories and the just, like, watching life happen, like, semi-together. Like, mm-hmm. we see each other, like, once or twice a year. But that history just kind of becomes the, the community, the driver of the community. And that's, I think, really cool, too. Um, and that's, like, for me, that was chosen for Taylor. But for me, that was, like, well, I'm, I'm inserted in this community now because I married Taylor. And so that circumstances both of what we're talking about here, yeah. the intentional, well, Taylor's Taylor's intentional, right. and me being, like, sweet, like, I now I've got a community. I am, I am really jealous of people sometimes who still have, like, a lot of connections or community from way back, like, college, from right. old jobs, for whatever, and still, like, work hard to maintain those relationships, because that's something that I don't, I don't really feel like I have. Like, I have some people who, like, when I was homeschooled, we had a lot of, like, families that hung out, because, like, when you're homeschooled, there's no, like, division by grade. None of us even knew what grade we were. Like, right. I, I did it until I graduated high school, and I was like, oh, okay. Um... But we would hang out as families. So I didn't just hang out with one of my friends. I would hang out with them and all of their siblings. Right. And all of my siblings would be there as well. So I still see some of those people sometimes. Like the big families that we were all friends with because now there's multiple ties like holding us all together. But I, like I said, I really don't communicate with a lot of people from, from college. And I get kind of jealous of people who still have communities like that because I feel like I'm a totally different person right. since I was in college. Like my my mindset, my spirituality, like my physical situation, like everything is so different. And so I really get jealous of some, like sometimes people who still have that, even communities like I was in, you know, when I was serving, like I loved a lot of those people. We were like in the trenches together, mm. figuratively. I was not in the military to be clear, like. <laughs> but some, um, but uh, bartending and serving is the trenches. From the weeds, right? Like that's, that's a <laughs> distinction there. So, you know, I was really connected to some of those people and now we just don't have any of the commonality anymore so I don't I don't really see them or have relationships with them but I wish that I did you know so I want to talk about this you know how it's changed moving into a part of your life where your communities look a little bit differently and I feel like a lot of people are experiencing this kind of for the first time this year oh yeah because now first of all you don't have to be in a physical office and I think that's where a lot of people make friends as an adult is hey, who is in proximity in my work situation? That's how a lot of people make friends as an adult, I think is the case. Right. Um, And so now people don't have to go into an office Mm -hmm. or they're working completely remotely, so they're not building the same kinds of relationships. If you're working remote, you're probably not going out to lunch with as many people. You're not staying afterwards and going to happy hour. You're not doing office parties and things like that. So first of all, the relationship in the first place May never even begin. Yeah, it might never get to the point where you're considered somebody even yeah. like a friend or anything past an acquaintance. And the other thing is that this year, everybody has to be, not necessarily has to be, but I think is more selective just by nature as to who it is that they're spending their time with, not just physically, but also online. Because I can tell you that like, do you remember at the beginning of, of quarantine where everybody was like, oh, let's do Zoom happy hours? And I was like, oh, my God, that sounds so miserable because it takes so much more emotional energy for me to, like, have a conversation with somebody mm-hmm. online when there's – I don't know why it's so much different. It's just right. a friend setting. Business is great. I prefer 
Zoom stuff for business actually a lot of the time now, weirdly enough. But when it comes to friend stuff, it's so draining for me to try and maintain relationships over the internet. So I was very intentional about, okay, here's who I actually want to maintain a relationship with when our only contact is over the phone or on the internet. Right. So it's really kind of magnified for me who I want to spend my time with and who I don't want to spend my time with or who I don't want to put in a lot of extra effort for something that's physically or emotionally draining for me. Yeah. So I don't know. The community is much different. That's interesting. And what you made me think of while you were talking about that is like if when you're building in a community, especially in any type, I guess any type of community in our circumstance level up, right? Mm -hmm. We expect a certain amount of attrition. Like we expect people to move people to their lives to change. Mm -hmm. Um, and once they become a member of your community, it doesn't mean they're going to be a member of your community for the rest of their lives. Right. Or not to the same extent anyway. Right. right? And so we need to think about that too in your personal community, because I think it goes without being said, we've said it on, on, uh, podcast previous this, but it goes without being said that your community is incredibly important to your health, like in your well-being and your growth and happiness in your life. So that's why we're talking about this. That's not just because it is a part of life, but it's an important part of life. So anyway, you expect attrition in any community. So your friends are going to move away. They're going to change their life to where it doesn't align with yours. If you're so insulated, like we were with COVID, to where you're not like growing at at least the same rate of attrition that you have Mm -hmm. you're just going to dwindle 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 to the point where you're like here I am alone in a room with my community just me (laughs) (laughs) and so I think it is important to stay in growth mindset with that as well and I, I see that with a lot of people that age and as they age they get to retirement years and at least my experience with people close in my life has been their lives just get smaller and smaller because their community literally is dying off in some cases. And then in other cases, they just don't have the tools or time or interest in continuing to grow it. So with that, their community chosen or set for them, set for them goes away when they lose, when they stop working. Mm -hmm. And then for those that now work at home, like that's a thing too. And so I think there needs to be some, even if it's not intentionally choosing people person by person to add to your community, but putting yourself in situations of forced community. Like, yeah, go volunteer, go out to go to church, go do things in a community of people to kind of grow that and expose yourself to other people. That's it. It's interesting that you talked about like attrition rates when it comes to (laughs) like friendship, because that's kind of true. And a lot of this stuff really takes maintenance. And I feel like I've been going through this learning curve of what it means to be a friend Mm. as an adult, assuming that when I was, first of all, when I was a teenager, I kind of put it on other people to decide we were going to be friends. Mainly because, (laughs) well, I mean, because I didn't have a lot of confidence. So I kind of assumed, this sounds terrible, I kind of assumed that people didn't want to be friends with me. Oh. Yeah, well. I just want to hug you. Yeah, teenage Danae had a lot of issues, okay? <laughs> so does adults today, but they're different issues or evolutions like Pokemon. So now they're just much larger. <laughs> um, and I think I think our listeners that have listened to this podcast a mm-hmm. lot understand kind of where that comes from. So. Yeah, and so I really had a hard time kind of being friends with people. And so a lot of times when I was friends with people as a teenager, it was because I was in some kind of like a college too almost like a sidekick role because I wasn't super confident so I'm kind of yeah weirdly enough because I don't think of myself at all like that 
right now. Right, I don't either. I'm the main character now, goddammit. Yeah, totally are. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually the case or not, but I will say that now I'm very selective about who my friends are, not just because this person wants me to hang out with them, because a lot of the times those relationships did not end up being super healthy for either one of us but that's how I kind of was as a as a teenager because those are people who said I want you to be my friend unless somebody vocalized it like I I would just feel super uncomfortable about it it was really (laughs) weird but now as an adult I'm in a different spot where I'm almost like I have all these different levels of friendship and it's kind of hard as business owners because we know so many people yeah I know an insane amount of people like more than I have in my entire life and now I have incentive not just personally but also in a business way to maintain relationships with these people but not every person and that's where the last couple years have gotten really interesting for me because now I'm starting to consider like my friendships and this is such a such a Capricorn way of looking at things (laughs) um but I, I think about how they affect my life, not just on a, yeah. well, do I enjoy being around this person, but where are they going? Like, do our long-term visions, like, match up in a way that this is somebody who I'm always going to want to have in my life? And I feel like sometimes that comes off as kind of selfish. Not that I'm ever just eliminating anybody from the competition, like, mm-hmm. but... I'm always adding in new people and I'm always carefully choosing who to spend my time with. So my community looks a lot different than it did before because I'm, I'm looking for different things and friends now as an adult, but it's starting to get really fun because we are finding people just kind of out of nowhere, honestly, who now we spend a lot of time with, but they're people we've chosen, not people who we have literally any connection to. Right. You know, like we have, um, I think you have an example, like we have, um, a lot of couples that we're hanging out with now, which is so weird to me because I've like never been in a relationship long enough for us to like have couples friends together. (laughs) Very weird. So now we have all of these people who are like friends for both of us and we hang out with them and we're starting to unit. Yeah. And we're starting to like travel with them and like do other stuff. And it's really weird because it's like, it's not like forced friendships. Like we're choosing these people and it feels so much different. Yeah. It is really interesting. I wonder if we mapped out all of our communities. Mm -hmm. Like we've got our level up community. I've got my office community success society community mm-hmm. like familial community but if you mapped them all out and created this web of connections I think it, it'd be really telling if you could do that for yourself maybe I'll, I'll try it one day and it'll be a good exercise to do on myself um, but I wonder if you map that out it would like really really show what where you've got some holes in your life. I know, at least for your business, you're like, do I have enough referral partners? Do I have enough people that I can bounce good ideas on? Do I have enough mm-hmm. mentors? Do, you know, um, all those different areas that I think are, are really important to have. It would be really interesting to see that in visual form. I also wonder, too, because I don't know if you've ever seen, like, I'm trying to think how to describe this. So I see a lot of memes about, like, so if I, if I see your friend group, like I can tell a lot about, about you, or if I see your calendar, I can mm-hmm. see a lot about you. Right. Mm-hmm. And I definitely feel that way about my associations because as yeah. we've changed and evolved, our friend group has also changed and evolved. Like right. think about how, you know, when we met two years ago and some change, that was probably about six months or so after Cameron and I started dating. So we were brand new Mm. in our relationship, weirdly enough. And when I think about people who 
I, even who started out with me as clients at that point or who started out with us in networking or level up or things like that, looking back on those people and where they're at now, I feel like you could kind of map out, honestly, if we were to chart all of these different people's trajectories, cash flow, like oh, life yeah. um, milestones and things like that, we are all actually like leveling up together. It's very weird. Um, so weird. That was exactly what we wanted. No, I, I mean, it is exactly what we wanted, but I, like, I'd heard people say things like that. Like, if you look at your closest friend, oh, yeah, like, yeah, you can kind sure. of see what your cash flow is and what your life looks like. Right. It is very true. Yeah. And eerily true is what you mean by weird. Like, eerily true. Yeah. That is, that is what I mean, because in yeah. granted, like, it's kind of frustrating sometimes if I don't feel like I'm keeping up with, like, how I feel mm-hmm. like all of my associations are doing. Mm-hmm. And um, some of those are, I will say, um, what is what is the word if it's not a leading indicator, but it's a trailing, trailing indicator, okay? Um, that what's, I'm not always the first in my friend group to hit specific milestones, right? I'm not the highest cash flow out of all of my friends by any means. Like, my business, like, I, I'm younger than a lot of my friends, too, so my business is by no means the most successful. Like, I don't, again, I haven't hit a lot of life milestones. We don't have a house yet. Like, we don't have kids, things like that. But I think that it's been a really, like, positive indicator for me knowing that, hey, all of the people who I identify with who are working as hard as I am, who we have all these conversations with and I feel like I belong with are succeeding in a big way, mm-hmm. that means that I'm succeeding, like, or that I'm on the trail to succeeding, you know? So, and when I was hanging out with people who were, you know, working in bars and never had enough money for rent and were, Mm -hmm. like, always just worried about who was hooking up with who and Mm -hmm. the the below deck Below deck (laughs) First of all, I I can identify with that on a weird level because I worked on a ranch, oh, right. which is essentially the same kind of thing, like same, same kind of job. It's seasonal work. And so you're with all of these people who are like almost kind of nomadic. Like they don't have, they're mm-hmm. not in serious relationships because if you're traveling around like that and they're providing room and board, like what you're talking about, most people are not in like a serious relationship back home or something like that. They're not married. They don't have kids. They don't have any like stability or ties <laughs> to the mm-hmm. real world. Mm-hmm. So it's very incestuous. Like everybody's like hooking up with everybody mm-hmm. and everybody's around the same age for the most part too. It tends Pe- to be younger people. People become friends and then hate each other and then become friends again. And Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like you build these like really intense relationships with people because you're around them constantly and you're yeah. working so hard, but you also get to experience all this like fun stuff. That's why people go do it because you're traveling for free. You're living in these beautiful places like room and board's taken care of. But there are people in that community too who – I was like, wow, we were so close. And some of those people I'm still tight with. And some of those I'm like, how are we ever friends? Mm-hmm. Like, how did we ever mm-hmm. have anything in common? And it, so I, I understand what that what that looks like. But, yeah, it's funny how your community changes as you yeah. decide that you're intentionally choosing your community. Yep. This is who I want to be. So this is who I want to spend my time with. This is who I want to surround myself with. Mm-hmm. And I think most people just kind of go through life like, well, whoever shows up is what I get, you know? Yeah. I think that's totally true. As always, we always come back to this point where we're like, hmm, maybe you should do it on purpose. Maybe this is important enough to do it on purpose. <laughs> yep. That's the takeaway. <laughs> Instead of like 
just being stuck with whoever gets put in front of you. And I don't I don't think it needs to be a level of assertiveness that is in your face, but just maybe don't show back up to that if it's a full of people that you don't really want to be around. Yeah, or open yourself up to the idea of making new friends too because I think it's something that's yeah. kind of scary as an adult because yeah. especially in a business setting too because every once in a while I'm like on guard because I feel like people are just trying to get something mm-hmm. you know like I met with this lady the other day who um basically like I don't know even know how we connected through one of the Facebook groups or something like that and she just like we, we were friends on Facebook I'd never met her and she messaged me and she was like you seem really cool let's let's grab coffee and be friends and I was like, okay, because I'm always down for grabbing coffee and, like, making new friends. But the whole time I'm like, where's the pitch? Like, it's coming. Like, mm-hmm. she's going to try and get me. And I feel that way because I felt that way about myself sometimes. It's been really hard, like, mm-hmm. especially for women who own businesses or have some sort of sales element. It's really hard to feel like if you have conversations about business that you're not selling people or you're not using people which is not the case for most of us is that very down to our core we want to avoid that which is why it feels so painful like when we feel like that's how we've come across or Mm -hmm. even when somebody does that to us because we so badly want like authentic relationships and then Mm -hmm. if somebody like tries to spring a pitch on us right then it's like oh no but it was lovely we had a great time we didn't sell each other anything we just like had fun and talked about TikTok and now I'm going to spend time with this woman again like just because we like each other and that was I know I was I know (laughs) okay if you could sound a little bit less impressed then I would be like (laughs) really excited about it um this makes me think that this is another tangent I know we need to shut this one down but uh I feel bad when I hang out with my non-small business community I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> because I don't, like, people are like, so what's new? And literally, my, not literally, that's the incorrect use of the word, literally. Uh, most of my life revolves around business. My communities are primarily small business communities. My friends group, almost all, almost 95% of them are all small business owners. It's just so part of my life that when I'm hanging around somebody that has a corporate job, and they ask me what's going, what's new? And I start, like, respond. I can't respond in the same way I would respond to a business owner because they kind of get that. And you're like, oh, yes. this is the this is the current drive in my business and this are the challenges I'm having and this is the successes that I'm having. And I'm kind of thinking about this in a different way. I worry so much that it comes across as bragging. Yeah. That I, like, look at this business that I'm building, which is not the point, but it's really that those are the conversations you have with other business owners that I am probably the most boring person on the planet to some of these other communities. So like, <laughs> you have nothing to say because all I say is like, yeah, business is good and we're biz- staying busy. And like, what? You have nothing else to say? Haven't you seen a movie lately? The answer is no, I haven't seen a movie lately. But I did find this new resource online on where you can find and curate the best content ever for your audience. <laughs> like that oh I could have conversation on conversation about. <laughs> I feel that so deeply because so many times I talk to people and I'm like, because I, like, I work hard at what I do and it's not necessarily like physical labor, but I put a lot of myself into it, you know, I've changed my life and my habits and my associate, I've changed everything about me for my business and what, so you're right. Like I talk to people sometimes and I'm like, I like go to start talking about something I'm excited about and I'm like, nobody wants to hear me just like talk about my business so I totally like shut myself down yeah, and I'll be like too. oh no I'm not very exciting I just like you know I just 
we just work and then watch TV, I guess, go grocery <laughs> shopping. And I'm like, but that's not all I do. Like, I'm so excited about where I'm going and what I'm doing. But a lot of people also don't understand that this is like an opt-in situation. And what I mean by that is that I, I posted about this the other day. I think it was Saturday. Because every time, and the post that I made was basically just like, like, you work evenings and weekends. And mm-hmm. I get that all the time because I, I lead training in my office on Saturdays. Like I do appointments during the week at night and people are always just like, they they feel so bad for me. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe you have to work weekends and evenings. I'm like, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> like that's what the reality is. I am opting in because this is something that gets me closer to my goals and my dreams. And this yep. is how I connect with my community. And this is something that I want to do. But people who aren't in that world do not get it because the only thing that's in their brain is somebody is making you stay evenings and work weekends and that's not something that you want and you're like hi meet the meet the person making me yeah i'm like it's me i'm the bad guy here like i'm the only one who makes anything happen in my business like so it's it's funny because yeah people just just don't get it sometimes it's hard to connect with people that are so far outside of your primary community mm-hmm. and that's just humans yes that i'm super fucking boring to them like i have nothing to say i don't know are we actually they're... boring though or do no. like people just they, do we just seem like that because i feel like i'm a pretty cool person for the most cool maybe isn't the, the you are cool it depends on in what context and like i feel like i'm a fun person for the right people, for my people, you know? But I'm not everybody's cup of tea, and I don't think I'm supposed to be, yeah, same, you know? Same. Uh, I just, I have some things I do so that I have something, to, and I just pick that to talk with other people mm-hmm. about, like, oh, we're starting a garden this year, and then you can be like, I'm making, I'm growing peas, and they're like, yeah, you're a barrel of laughs, but at least I'm, I do puzzles. <laughs> yeah, at least I have something to talk Sorry. about. You should be like, I just did this puzzle. It was a Mickey and Minnie Mouse thousand piece. Um, It was Boba Fett. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Could have anticipated Star Wars puzzles would have been high on the nerd list for you, me. Yeah, you definitely, that's, you just have to, if you're, if you're like us, and you need to enter into communities that don't maybe get your central passion. You're not alone. You're not alone. We're with you. I think that's good for today. Yep. (laughs) Hey guys, we really appreciate you listening to the podcast. And what we really need is for you to like, subscribe, comment, share, and let us know what you think and share it with everybody that you want to help level up their life too. So until the next episode, thanks.